afternoon good evening you're not hearing things we are back uh just after a short break of a, a couple of weeks wasn't it gents okay let's be honest we didn't really have much excuse about you know we were too busy traveling is that what we've been doing for the last 18 months Ah, oh, come on who hasn't been more busy yes yeah i mean less rather than less true. busy let's talk about that yes <laughs> well just like our uh, our brethren on vsoup we thought we would come back and share our news and and the opinions of the day and uh, and V community updates and all the usual governments. So, uh, yes, yeah, so we're back. So, what have you guys been up to, Gareth? Oh well, I think uh, since we've last recorded an episode, I am now at the uh, the jolly space of Runecast um, as a systems engineer. So, uh, yeah, never a dull moment would be the best way of putting it. Um, <laughs> Welcome going, to Vendorland. Yeah, <laughs> into the Vendorland. Uh, I'm not regretting it one bit. It's uh, it's been really cool. Uh, you know, there's lots of great stuff in the pipeline. Um, majorly, can just say watch this space. Um, there's a lot of really really cool stuff that we're working on. Um, I've got back into coding, which you know ah. I didn't think I'd be doing for a, a while again. But um, yeah, lots and lots of coding in the last couple of weeks, um, and it's been refreshing. It's you know it's dusting off some skills that I I knew I had and uh, doing a lot of. Uh, Kind of, yeah again just cutting edge stuff that i, I i've really really missed um so yeah Very cool. I, I, I don't know about you guys you know what 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 about yourself kev i believe there's uh some some news from yourself yeah yeah so i've i've obviously been with uh with team runecast now for uh, around about a year and a half um so i joined back in Oh, right. Some, some, someone's got something going on in the background there. But uh, yes, I joined Runecast uh, around about a year and a half ago, just before all the lockdowns happened. And in fact, my very last flight was uh, the flight back to the UK from uh, from Prague. So, um, yeah, I've not, not done any travel since then. The furthest I've been really is to into the village to post some things. So that's how exciting my life's been. I've kind of gone from being um this this globe trotter who's who's you know constantly on on his way to an airport lounge to someone who's stuck in his spare bedroom uh, so it's been that's that's been interesting it's I, i've been been super super busy uh kind of starting up the tech marketing team there and really kind of trying to trying to get things started but yeah as as as, uh, as gareth mentioned i'm i'm soon to be departing that that, that team and i'm going to be uh, this is this is this is brand new information to most people in the world so i'm going to oh, be correct. uh <laughs> You're going to be joining up with my old boss from VMware, Adam Eckley, um, in the tech marketing team at Rubric uh, in a oh, couple of weeks. So congratulations. I'm super, I'm super looking forward to that. But at the same time, I'm kind of just tying up loose ends and making sure that everything's kind of in a good place move, moving forward for, uh, for, the, for the folks at Runecast. And I'm sure I'm still going to be in touch with them. I'm still planning on getting back out to... Uh, to Berno and uh, going and having a few drinks with them because it's it's an awesome. Well, I'm not sure if it's a town or a city, but it's 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 an awesome place. So yeah, uh, that's that's kind of what I've been doing, uh, keeping keeping busy with all that stuff. Um, how about you, uh, Arthur? Oh yes, well, pretty much the same as you guys because I mean we've been all been locked out uh, in in our rooms and everything, right? And I'm pretty lazy in that, you know. I I typically don't even leave the house. So busy in work, but then after that, exhausted. Um, so never haven't even 
uh, I mean, barely has gone have gone out. In fact, uh, a couple of weeks back, we went to the office and um, you know had some some people seeing each other and all that, socially distant, of course, uh, still. Um, but but you know it, it was good fun. Um, but it just has been work um, at you know Backspace. I mean, we've been doing quite a lot of work. We've been busy all the way through, um, and I'm because I focus a lot on VMware itself. In fact. I have the SME role for EMEA. Um, so, so a lot of VMC work and a lot of other vendors and all of that kind of thing coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of community, haven't done, in fact, since we've done the last episode, I've done two cloud field days and not the last one. I'm not talking about the last week one <laughs> and still had two of those. Just imagine how long we have been away. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I've, I've seen you on quite a few other other bits and bobs. So you've been keeping busy extracurricular as well. So that's always great to see. You've got got to keep that going. But other than that, you know, um, just conferences and uh, marveling at the world that has been changing, you know. I mean, like, um, I don't know, people joining, like you changing jobs, um, Gareth joining RuneCast, Pat Gelsinger joining Intel. Oh, uh, yeah. Like Kathy joining Completely forgot about that. Are we allowed to officially say then we've interviewed the CEO of Intel? I think that's we just you can re- say re- that. Is that now? We have. I yeah. mean, that's our claim to fame, hasn't? Yeah, hasn't. It? Well, I mean, he's he seems to be taking a, a bunch of people with him to to Intel from VMware. So you know, maybe maybe that's our official duties as well. Maybe we've got to go. Um, <laughs> well, I thought it was directly related to CPUs. He appears on the show <laughs> and then he gets the Intel gig. Uh, well, let's go. see who else we can help. I think that's the it's key. it's yeah. it's a bit of a long con, but you know I'm, I'm sure we yeah, we chipped in there as well. And, <laughs> yeah, and obviously Sanjay's gone as well now, so um, I don't know where he's going to turn up next. But I'm, so I'm sure it'll be interesting. We, we we basically caused this exit as well. We're we're, we're destroying yes. VMware. From yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had we've had John uh, more than once now. So does that mean like you know if you if you multiply it up, is he going to be like president of the world next or something? Well, I mean the way we are going, probably you know we're going to help everyone. Um, <laughs> but how about you, Amit? Are yeah, you, you've been aware. Do you know what? I'm I'm probably the one constant. Maybe everyone else seems to have changed a lot. And uh, pretty much things are the same, which is good because in this last year and a half, it's been nice to be stable, actually. So no, no big changes at all. Um, Still, you know, pretty much doing what I'm doing. And uh, yeah, um, trying to think there must be something that's changed or something worthy of such a great podcast that everyone's listening to but is that a new new microphone you've got there Amit? maybe it's that no that's still my (laughs) snowball i've been evicted from my own office because (laughs) my son is playing roblox in there so that's why i'm sitting in his room doing this recording (laughs) priorities priorities. is is roblox like minecraft or something (laughs) completely different It, it sounds like um one of those kind of late 80s early 90s driving games like turbo outrun or something like that <laughs> isn't that the, the thing that where you make games and all that kind of thing yeah, yeah it's, it's a really yeah. cool idea actually because yeah, the whole idea is you have a platform on which anybody can effectively build games but it's mostly designed for under 13s yeah so there's a lot of kind of safety controls and stuff in it. okay like, yeah. Well, yeah 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 so yeah no nothing nothing else for me nothing nothing new as well on the horizon pretty much the same thing in fact if anything people around me uh, have changed a lot and people my team has changed a lot but yeah it's been nice to just 
be constant and you know just see how things change but still loving loving the role and still cracking on and doing doing the role there so yeah that's that's pretty much me alex Oh, I'm uh, I'm still kind of doing similar to last time we caught up, I think. So uh, I lead the cloud architecture function at Rackspace for Amir. Um, so that's been fun. Uh, you know, AWS, Azure, and GCP, they are all the one true cloud in my mind. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, no Alibaba in there yet. <laughs> well, do you know what? We did Alibaba, but we, it's not quite as big as the other ones. So, uh, yeah, so we're just mainly talking about the other three. <laughs> uh, but no, other than that, it's funny, actually, that I, other than the whole lockdown thing and definitely not spending too much money on buying guitars because I was at home, uh, I was, <laughs> shh, shh, we, do, we don't talk about you know how much they cost. Um, we, we should actually talk. Actually, after this, let's talk about our most extravagant lockdown purchases. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, for, for anybody who like for anybody who's into guitars, I, I bought a Maiden guitar for my uh, kind of for my birthday this year. So that was that's been one of these things that I've had my eyes on for a very very long time. But um, outside of that, my my most recent thing is I'm I'm back studying again for my cloud exams because they've all expired. Hmm. So annoying. So at least they've extended the master's or PhD, Alex. I thought you were going to say something totally different. Yeah, so uh, that would that would imply a level of intelligence that we have. (laughs) I mean, I mean, it's it's probably it's probably a good thing that they expire, right? Because I I I I did some AWS certs probably three years ago, and now they've expired. And I started looking at AWS again now, and almost everything that I remember from previously has completely changed. So. You know things things move so quickly in in that kind of front. I've, I've no idea how you can do it across three clouds. Never mind, you know, and never mind leading a team and all the rest of it. So <laughs> it's good fun. There, it's, it keeps variety, doesn't it? But speaking of studying, uh, I've literally, you know, it's almost like I never left from it. Um, I've gone back to studying on a cloud guru uh, with their content, which smooth. You know, yeah, there was a, there was a... <laughs> he not, hasn't lost his testes. <laughs> So there was a there was a wee bit of news about that. I'm pretty sure, wasn't there, Kev? Yeah. So um, I mean, where where do we start with this? So so when I did all when I was last doing any study, I was I was kind of working towards the uh, the CKA, which I still never got around to doing. So I was I was doing my study there with Linux Academy, and then Linux Academy were acquired by A Cloud Guru, uh, probably I don't know six seven eight months ago, and then I think it was about a month ago it was announced that. Um, the, the A Cloud Guru themselves had been acquired by Pluralsight, who had themselves previously been acquired by a private equity firm. So there's lots and lots of acquisitions going on, lots of consolidation in the space. And if I, if I look at the way that um, the, the, the Linux Academy acquisition worked out for A Cloud Guru, uh, you know, it's great value for me because I was paying for one. I was actually at one point considering paying for an A Cloud Guru subscription as well, and then as if by magic, yeah, I just get access to both platforms. So if that happens with Pluralsight as well, and the Pluralsight V Expert subscription is still a thing, then brilliant. I've just saved myself about 300 quid a year. Nice. Um, but, you know, those, they, they're all really, really good platforms. If you're wanting to yeah. learn stuff, mm. you can absolutely recommend them. Well, they also yeah. they, they all seem to kind of like specialize a little bit more in one area or another. Like Pluralsight, like their yeah. Microsoft content is fantastic, but yeah. they've got a lot of developer-focused stuff as well. Mm. And they've also got quite a lot of business-focused stuff there as well now. That and um, a while ago, actually, uh, Pluralsight also bought another creative-type company as well, uh, computer uh, tutorials, the Digital Tutor. Oh, I and many people don't realize that, but they also have access to those courses as well. 
Wow. So, um, and that's been the case for the past three, four years, I think. Do they have any podcasting um, courses? Just haven't tried. <laughs> Just asking for a friend. But <laughs> probably, probably. But you know, you can go and learn about game development even on it. Wow. So awesome. So, so it does seem kind of seem that in the the online training world, you've basically you're basically going to have this massive conglomerate of mm-hmm. what what is now plural site with all of the other stuff. That's assuming all of the stuff gets rolled in in the same way. But um, I get I guess the flip side of that is you know what what happens in terms of competition, what's going to drive them forward? Because I think the only other company that I'm aware of that's doing training in that space is Cloud Academy. And I had a really, really negative email the day after the acquisition was was announced that basically just saying, "Oh yeah, you've probably seen how Pluralsight have been acquired, but we're still we're still independent." And sorry, not Pluralsight. Yeah, how Cloud Guru have been acquired, oh, and no. I just thought that's a really, really shitty way to get your message across. So <laughs> um, in the past, I had you know I had received some some pretty decent socks off them and i had considered subscribing at the time but ultimately i went with linux academy and now kind of feel that uh, you know that that was that was justified mm-hmm. three years down the line <laughs> that's not been the only uh, the only acquisition that's been you know it's not been the only story in town in terms of acquisitions um there's 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 been some other stuff hasn't there i mean so someone someone help me out here because I, I know nothing about zerto Somebody help me out. I think it's that hot off the press. You know, it came out this afternoon uh, of what we're recording the episode. Um, I think it took quite a few First of July, by the way. Today is first of July. Yeah. (laughs) So I've got to get my skates on getting this out before people realize it takes me about a month to edit them. Yeah. (laughs) Jokes. Hashtag jokes. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm literally just rechecking my phone now. It came out kind of early afternoon and it's just been a bit of a flurry. I think... I personally wasn't expecting it, to be honest. No. I don't know how you guys feel. You know, it's it's one of those things. You know, we've seen HP gobble up quite a few businesses in the, in the kind of last couple of months. Um, mm-hmm. And and what does that mean? You know, what what does that mean for the data protection? You know, where where do we see that fitting in their portfolio? Yeah. Well, it competes with a lot of their portfolio at the moment as well, doesn't it? So, like, you're talking about overlap of existing product sets. Versus, you know, is this is this an acquisition play because it looks like Zerto are doing really well and building a great customer base, or is this to, you know, maximize a capability or improve on a capability they already have? Yeah, pay, or, pay or is it a strategic? Yeah. We need it because Dell have got some of those capabilities. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. As well. that's how it's <laughs> well, competing with Dell. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and but the thing is that that's that's how acquisitions work, right? I mean, the, you typically just accelerate your journey or just acquire some features that you are lacking and, you know, just mm. to acquire them quickly enough uh, because everyone knows Zerto. Well, yeah. mm. a lot of people do. Um, there are other products available too. Um, but, but <laughs> so, so. It's all right. We're not the BBC. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I literally <laughs> swore five minutes ago. So. <laughs> uh, but, but the thing is that, you know, I mean, yeah, obviously they, they have their own. Uh, so, the, the amalgamation of the backup product gives them a certain edge very quickly, right? So, so I mean, that's, I'm pretty sure that they're looking at. But, I mean, there were rumors yeah. uh, in certain circles that that was going to happen. I guess, did. I guess, thinking about it, Datrium is the closest that that did happen, which we never really thought about. And Datrium mm. was VMware's acquisition. So, I guess HP yeah. want to come into that space a bit and compete with that. But there's also the GreenLake offering, which I think they're really trying to push heavily. 
Mm. And I think that's where that can be leveraged is, is maybe sometimes cheesy, but a migration tool as well into that infrastructure. You buy that, you move stuff in, and if you want to move it from their green lake up to other clouds, maybe, I don't know. That's, mm. you know. Mm-mm. Well, Zerto has always been, I've, I've seen loads of people using it as a migration tool as much as they have about a, um, you know, a primary uh, DR tool. But even mm. even for, for things like uh, managed service providers, because they provided CSP licensing or equivalent, you know, managed service provider licensing where you could just take it for a period, which is really useful for those organizations. So it'd be interesting to see whether that kind of a commercial model continues or if it gets pushed down a completely different route. Mm. Any guesses on the new name for Zerto, by the way? Anyone? Anyone guessing well, any rebranded well, if it's names? HP, so they take the H. Maybe it's Herto. No. Herto. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I imagine what will happen is it will be it will continue to be um, Zerto by HPE and for two years, and then it will the, the name will drop off the planet, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. is which is going to be interesting because I mean they they have they have a Zerto virtual machine which is referred to as a ZVM or something along those lines. <laughs> So they're going to have to rewrite all of that code, mm, which yeah. we'll we'll see how that um, we'll we'll see how 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 well they do at integrating, and I think yeah. integration is going to be a really important thing, especially if they do if they're doing this um, as a push for GreenLake. So yeah, yeah we'll see how it works out. Um, With your two year rule though, surely all, all of the shares of everybody are, and so forth, all the investments, all the people who were Exerto or were are at the moment. They'll probably be all uh, looking for alternate accommodations after about eighteen months, two years, aren't they? I mean, typically when you, when when a company gets acquired, you can sell your shares after twelve months anyway, and that's you, it's usually twelve months in a day or something along those lines. Don't ask me how I know these things. must have told me. The thing is that uh, you know branding. I hope that you know the branding sticks uh, because Zerto, whatever Zerto started doing. Um, you know the, the the way restore works, and you know the the ease of use, and all of those kind of things is the mm-hmm. kind of thing that made them popular. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, the people have used it, or the companies have used it, have actually gotten used to that idea. So that sort of works very well. With so, for example, if you want to tell someone that you know this is the backup product we are giving to you, and they say, "Well, it's Zerto, or you so we bought it," I think it'll help HP or you know the company in general to 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 just keep the name. Because that immediately tells them the way it works. Yeah, but but they don't forget they they did that with Nimble for a while, and it helped, right? Um, and the Infosight helped, but those have also changed recently in terms of naming. So I guess, yeah. as Kev said, there will be a point in which it has to be changed. We just don't know how long that is. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I'm just saying that you know maybe this one thing. Then can be an exception, and I mean it'll be nice if that happens. But I'm not the one who runs the company, so <laughs> not not yet, not yet. <laughs> you have high hopes for me, but yeah, if, if they do change the name. I've just I've just found out what's uh, what the new uh, the new storage brand is called. So um, three par and nimble, and I guess simplicity as well. That's all kind of getting rolled into uh, what they're calling HPE Electra, which. I think is a font or something <laughs> along those lines. So certainly sounds like one. Yeah, yeah. there's there's some terrible names going on in the in the industry at the moment. Um, I just need to put power in front of everything. It's so <laughs> simple. It's so simple. Trust me. As, as Michael Dell trying to copyright the word power. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, has he considered it? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not offering strategic business advice, but you know, if I was. <laughs> Well, speaking oh. of interesting names, you know there, there was another great spin-off that that came up is uh, from IBM, Kindrel. I don't know yep. who in the marketing did did they just Kindrel. Yeah, I don't know if they just dropped something on their keyboard or they were try- they looked at a pack of antihistamines or something. I, I just... they, they walked away from their keyboard and their cat walked across it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or maybe they were typing in Kindle and then changed something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 that's know, an interesting name as well. It, it, it doesn't an interesting name. Yeah, I mean, how long did you have to take trying to figure out what it was before you remember? It's not memorable, is it? It's so... not Alan Sugar. It does what it says on the tin stuff. Exactly. No. Yeah, I, I would. I would like an Amstrad email, please, Sir Alan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad business. We we could do an entire episode about just terrible business decisions and things, but um, you know, we we we, we probably shouldn't. Do it right now, let's no. let's 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 move on. So um, so what else have we got? Well, that's We've got good yeah. segue isn't it to it to, to bad decisions with a nhs data. Oh, so smooth yeah. Yeah. it's like you've been doing this for years uh, <laughs> uh, yeah you know again where we're all trying to help each other out and whatnot and what's going on in the world um yeah if you signed up for the app go check it would be the plot is way of putting it um unbeknowingly to, to many users parts of your data may well be shipped to third parties um you know do you want Google knowing everything about you? It probably already does, but Deep Mind knows everything. Choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I basically just say that, you know, someone is reading the end user license agreement because nobody not none of us do, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean someone is. And you should be thankful for those people. Mm. <laughs> Although I think there's a few organizations that do put comedy items in their end user agreements, don't they? <laughs> like just buried in the bottom there. And we will take your fourth born child uh, for, for our experiments or whatever it is. But I think the, the one you're referring to most recently, Gareth, was the, the NHS story, wasn't it? So yeah, um, this is mostly to do with people in the UK, but there's been this really interesting uh, development whereby the government is planning to sell everybody's NHS data, uh, supposedly pseudo-anonymized, uh, and make it available to, uh, you know, research agencies and other things to, to be able to, you know, do, uh, sorry, do um, effectively use your data towards their development. Um, but it was all done in what seems to have been not a lot of, uh, how do we call it, openness, transparency, and early that, confirmation for everyone. There doesn't appear to be a, a great deal of oversight. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly for people whose data is being made available, and I'll, I'll I'll be honest, you know, if if this data is properly pseudonymized, pseudonym, how how is that even said? No, no, nobody, <laughs> Obf- nobody knows the answer to that. Obfuscated, just say yeah, that. It, it's, it should be just redacted. That'd make yeah. it easier. <laughs> Possibly slightly less valuable, but. Um, what yeah, kind of medical record do you need to have it redacted? Yeah. No, I'm worried. <laughs> I mean, I was just, I was just literally looking on my phone, going, "What, what is there in there? Oh my god, they found out about when I broke my arm as a child." <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I think the, the the idea of of being able to take this data about health conditions and use it for research purposes is a, is in general a good one mm. it's 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 the privacy aspect of you know how that's going to be looked after mm. and given our government's current um current record on 
things with people's data, I, uh, mm. yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not overly trusting of the situation right now. You're not referring to people leaving official and sensitive documents at bus stops on bus stops about, train. about, oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 probably outside the, outside of the scope of a tech podcast. But the the idea <laughs> that you've got top secret documents that you somehow managed to accidentally remove from a government building. <laughs> And, you know, you manage to get them out of the building when there are armed guards on the door and things like that is, and you manage to leave it on a bus stop is, uh, it, it wasn't, it wasn't an accident, was it? It was a leak, but. I mean, the, the, the yeah. one thing I would say is that I, th- I think that there was an explanation now, obviously we don't know if that was the truth or not, but I think there was an explanation that people are working from home and then they had to, you know, go back home and work on certain things. So there is some allowance for that. Um but, you know, when you have such documents with you and you know that, you know, typically they shouldn't be out or anything like that, then you basically guard them with your life pretty much, you know, and you're not absent-minded while you have them. And that, that I think, is, is one of those things as well. There's a reason why they are not taken out of the building, right? So yeah. if there is an exception being made, even if it is, then obviously care has to be taken. But, you know, just continuing a little bit on that, we as you know public as well need to think about those some some of those things as well that while i can understand that you know whoever picked that up um must have must may not have known that you know the sensitivity of those documents or as as sensitive they were they should have handed it back to the police yeah I mean, oh you mean the person who found them yeah, yeah exactly i mean that mm-hmm. that person i mean as as a nation as a people uh, we should actually give our nation more priority right take it to the police rather than you see i'm, I'm not sure i agree with you on that one really? um yeah I, I i think you you hand it to the police it gets covered up no, nobody ever finds out it happens yeah but so then, so so then as you long as someone got for it as long as someone got i mean penalized for it penalized for yeah. it i mean we as a public wouldn't know and mm. probably we shouldn't even and the you know the person who did it obviously will get found out what i'm saying is that it's a matter that should be taken care of uh, but you know the documents then are seen by more people mm-hmm. and that probably is is something that probably yeah. i mean in my view should have I, been i i, I, see, I see your point of view but I, I i still i still disagree i think um there there is the, the fact that there is a process or a failure of process to control those documents ending up in that situation that is a thing that needs to that we need to be aware of and that we need to deal with and if you hand them in then okay yeah you're doing you might you might think you're doing the right thing um, but who's to say that, that whoever you hand them into at the police isn't going to then report them and it's not like they were handed to uh, vice tv or something like that um and say, say what you like about the bbc but uh, they're at least, in my opinion, um, fairly public, public spirited anyway. So, mm-hmm. well, there was a, there's a halfway house, of course, which could have been um, notify the press that this has been found, then hand it in without sharing the content of it. Oh, without needs some thinking. Because what did happen uh, yeah. after that was that in the news it was that the kind of stuff that was in that document, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there are certain things that came out that. I'm pretty sure that the government wouldn't have shared, mm-hmm. uh, which is a matter of now. Yes, I agree that you. We can discuss this all night about you know what <laughs> shouldn't be shared and all that kind of thing. But 
I'm just saying yeah. that, you know, there are certain things of national security as well, right? So, and yes, absolutely understandable that um, the police might have had certain people as well, but it's generally considered to be more trustworthy, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. My, my, my basic theory on any of this stuff is that if something is broken, it has to be seen to be broken in order for you to be able to fix it. And... You know, that's. I, I guess it's it's the age old. Uh, you, you've got to you've got to break some eggs to make a pancake or an omelet or whatever the saying is. You've got to break some eggs to get a dog to lick your floor. Um, <laughs> I like I like. Well, that is, is this a northern I saying, Kev? Because like you know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? You... It'd, be, it'd be gravy if it was northern. Gravy. Um, <laughs> well, I can wrap that up on a, you know a positive note of, of seeing people. You know, as you said, broke things like. Uh, and user license agreements and whatnot. And I remembered where the funniest one I've seen was, which is um, the Cyberpunk 2077 uh, oh, agreement. That is the best one ever. If you actually open it, if you get to some of the sections, like, for instance, the patches section, it goes, even the slickest cyberware sometimes needs attention every now and then. These patches and updates will be there for Cyber 20, Cyberpunk 2077, and they'll help make things run better. You want that, right? And that's part of the patching. <laughs> but that is the genius of it. You know, they've obviously taken it. It's obviously really serious and just put these, as you said, funny things in there because this mm. whole process is broken. Everyone just clicks accept. And actually, if you yeah. start reading it, you just realize this is hilarious. Um, they put a funny spin yeah. on it. And why not? You know, we all need a bit of humor in the world. Mm. We, we should we should definitely punch a, put, post a link to that oh, ELA yeah. in yeah. the show notes. Yeah, yeah I good. definitely was. It's, it's, I mean, some really of the apps... Yeah, some of the Android apps actually have set similar kind of um, release notes as well. Mm. Um, so those are release notes, of course, not mm. license agreements. But yeah, humor is creeping into that, which also, it's a nice change. Well, it sounds about, in, in this case, Cyberpunk, the EULA sounds more fun than the game from the reviews I've read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, game is pretty good, actually. Have you, you've probably not played it. I, th I think it largely depends on what platform you're playing on. I think it, um, I, I played on PC and it was fine, but I know a lot of people on especially last generation consoles have had no end to trouble but yeah it's 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 a good fun game um in there and i i guess uh, just just one one other thing before we kind of looked to, look to wrap up is uh, the world lost one one of one of my favorite um drug drug adult psychopaths recently so um joking yeah john 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 mcafee or mcafee or the guy behind um the video how to uninstall mcafee antivirus <laughs> search it out on youtube it's fantastic yes. um yeah he, he he died recently um whether in suspicious circumstances or not there's um he's he's definitely he was definitely the kind of person who would post a message saying, I will definitely not kill myself in a Spanish jail um, and then do it just to screw with the world. So, yeah, rest in peace. Do, um, do you know what or, I heard? Or whatever it is. Do you know what I heard, though? I heard he picked up a virus. Oh, oh no. Terrible. Oh, can we, can we just... Um, we can't edit can that we just out. overlay it? No, wap, no. Wap, wap, wap. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, if they, if we're going to leave one piece in, it'll be that one. Be that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, at least that's one less yeah. company for uh, for VMware HP or Dell to buy, isn't it? There we go. Well, they've already been bought by Intel and then sold by Intel and Christ knows. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. 
Sorry. But, you know, I mean, say say whatever we like to say. I mean, antivirus, I mean, the industry actually was, you know, were pretty much kickstarted by him. So, I mean, guy had some issues. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, it, it, evil genius, right? And... <laughs> yep, evil genius. Evil genius. <laughs> you saying he was grooved? Wow. I mean, evil, <laughs> evil genius is... Um, I'm not naming any evil geniuses. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's not going to be, he never aspired to be Elon. So we, we know that Elon may go down that path. Let's see. Let's wait a few more years. <laughs> Let's wait for his volcano. To... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we've had plenty of uh, great content this evening um, or where, whatever time you listen to us. Um, we hope to be back more regularly. I hope everyone's in agreement there. Um, and, Absolutely. you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I've already really enjoyed this episode and, and can't wait for the next ones. Um, so, of course, you know, if you do want to come on the show, uh, do drop us a line at podcast at opentechcast.com or drop a message to one of us on, on the Twistsphere or, or whatever your choice of social media platform is these days. Um, do drop us a like on iTunes, Stitcher. I believe we're now on Spotify. So, you know, do, do let us know that you're enjoying the episodes. Um, and, yeah, I'm not really sure how to kind of sign this one off. Is it? Is it? Back streets, back all right. All right. No. <laughs> Initiating extraction. Initiating extraction. Thanks for listening to the Open Tech Cast. Thanks for listening to the Open Tech Cast. See you next time.